اشدو اللہ اللہ وحدہ لا شریک له و اشد ان محمد عبده و رسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم انت ولی فی الدنیا والآخرہ توفنی مسلما و الحقنی بالصالحین It was a mystery. In the small town of Kichan, India, people started noticing something very strange. A new form of bird would land in Kichan every November. They'd never seen this bird before. They didn't recognize. They could see that this was a foreign, a migratory bird. The birds looked extremely fatigued as if they've flown over Mount Everest. They looked 100. Hazrat Sahib Zada Abdul Latif radiallahu anhu read the book Aina Kamalate Islam. Right away he knew this is the man. This is the Messiah that the world has been waiting for. He did bath right away. He sent his written bath to Hazrat Masih Mahdi Two years later, in 1902, he decided to go to Hajj. He travels 500 miles from Kabul to Lahore only to find out that Hajj is prohibited that year. There was plague in Punjab. The Ottoman government did not allow him to travel. So he said, let me go say salam to Masih Mahdi according to the Hadith. So he comes to Qadian, India. His conviction was such that he never had any doubt about the truth of Masih Mahdi He said, I believe in you like a man who's standing in front of Aftab, a full rising sun. That's how clearly I believe in you. His respect was such that in the afternoons, he would join Hazrat Masih Mahdi for a walk. Qadian used to be a dusty place. When they came back from the walk, Hazrat Sahib Zada Sahib would wait in his room for a while while Hazrat Masih Mahdi would go to his quarter. And after a good 15, 20 minutes, he would shake the dust off from his clothes. People asked him, why do you wait? Why don't you shake it off right away? He said, I find it disrespectful that I do it before Hazrat Masih Mahdi dusts his clothes off. So I give it enough time when I'm sure that the promised Messiah would have dusted his clothes by now. You know, his relationship was such that he joined Hazrat Masih Mahdi to his journey in Jehlam. And during that journey, he started receiving revelations. He would receive an ilham, go to Pharaoh. Then he received an ilham, present your head. He knew what it meant. He shared with the people, they said, don't ever go back to Kabul. This is an ominous news. He said, I feel like my soil needs my blood. His conviction, his obedience was such that one day he finally, after three or four months, he asked Hazrat Masih Mahdi now let me go to Kabul. They both knew what it meant. Masih Mahdi had received ample revelations that Sahib Zada Abdul Latif was going to be a Shaheed. Abdul Latif had heard from Allah that go present your head. 
That is obedience. That is conviction. Masih doesn't stop him. Walks with him to the outskirts of Qadiyan. And after almost two miles, he says, all right, Khuda Hafiz, now it's time to leave. Hazrat Sahib Zada Abdul Latif couldn't control himself. He just bent down and grabbed the feet of Hazrat Masih and started crying. Hazur said, Sahib Zada Sahib, get up. He would not get up. He kept on holding on to his feet. And Hazrat Masih said, Al-Amru Fawqul Adab. He said, uh, this is my command. And my command, you know, it is, uh, he said, deference, I'm sorry. He said that your, this obedience that you have, my command supersedes that. And Hazrat Sahib Zada Sahib just right away stood back up. And then they stayed in each other's embrace for a few minutes and then he left. On the other side, the scientists were trying to figure out where are these birds coming from. They tracked them. They put GPS devices next to their, their legs. They see, let's see where they go. And they realized that these birds went back to Mongolia, to China, to, to Russia, to Siberia, 1,800 miles around, around the globe. They had a very long journey. These birds were traveling with their families, with their young ones. How would these young birds, some of them very, very young, how did they fly that long of a distance? They came to Kichan because it was a nice, warm place for them to raise their children. So now at least the mystery was solved that these birds were migratory birds. But there was something along the way that they were facing. Truth and conviction never goes untried. You want to believe in something, you will be tried. So Hazrat Sahib Zada Abdul Latif was tried. He went back to Kabul. Right away, he was arrested. They put him in a dungeon. The same king, Habibullah, who he was one of his favorite scholars, now was after his life. He would ask him every day, renounce your faith in Masih Madhulah, compromise. And Sahibzada Abdul Latif would say, I have seen him like Aftab, like rising sun. I actually invite all of you to accept him as well. So what did they do? They upped the ante. They put a chain around him. How much the chain weighed? Over 50 kilograms. You know, many of you came here. When you unlo unload your luggage from the car tonight, think about it. A big luggage bag that typically is about 50 pounds. The big one. And you carry it for 30 seconds from the car to the room and your arms are tied. Hazrat Sahibzada Abdul Latif carried more load than that for four months. Did not recant. They kept on coming at him. Compromise. Stop. Go back. He's like, not happening. I'm not going to compromise. There are difficulties. You want it good. You want conviction. You want to have the real deal. Not easy. The birds did not get it easy. Coming to Kichan was not free. The scientists realized that along their path were eagles, the bird of the mountain. And eagles can fly up to 10,000 feet, so it's no escape. These birds would sometimes die of hunger, sometimes they would die of fatigue. These eagles would snatch their children, but the flock always made it through. Even though the eagle could take one or two, the birds were willing to give 
that price. However, on the other end, Hazrat Sahibzad Abdul Latif, by the way, is no comparison. Don't get me wrong. He has no comparison with cranes and eagles. He's way beyond that, his stature. But in, on a hot July day in 1903, the king had it enough. They gave him enough chances. And they decided that his punishment for believing in Hazrat Masih was not discrimination, was not to get him out of job. His punishment was not that somebody will vandalize his car. These are the things that we go through sometimes and we feel afraid. His punishment was death. They wrote it on a big piece of paper, worthy of death, put it around his neck. They made a hole through his nose and put a rope in there. And they tugged him, they pulled him in front of a jeering crowd. The same place where he was revered as the highest top-level scholar. Look at his sacrifice, his time, his wealth, his honor, and now he knows his life. And they're dragging him towards the execution ground. Makes you think of Faiz Ahmed Faiz. Jis dhaj se koi maktal mein gaya, wo shan salamat rehti hai. Ye jaan to aani jaani hai. Is jaan ki to koi baat nahi. He went to that execution ground with such majesty that actually he was walking fast. He was walking briskly. People said, why are you walking fast? He said, because I consider these chains as my ornaments, as my jewelry. And I'm walking fast because I want to meet my master. As they were stoning him, he was reciting the verse of Quran that I started with, Oh Allah, you are my protector in this world and in the hereafter. This was his resolve. Let death come to me in a state of submission to thy will and join me to the righteous. Hazrat Muslim says, as they're pelting stones at him, he's praying for them. Oh Allah, bring them to the right path. And there is a reason he earned this from Hazrat Masih Maud alayhi salatu wa salam. Ay Abdul Latif, tere pe hazaaron rahmate hain. Ki tu ne meri zindagi mein hi apne siddh ka namuna dikhaya. Oh Abdul Latif, thousands of blessings upon you because you've demonstrated your truthful example in my life. Or jo log meri jamaat mein se meri maut ke baad rahenge. Here's a question for us. And those people who will join this movement after I'm gone, I don't know what will be their stature of faith. Will they compromise or will they cave in? Will they fly or will they crawl? That's what Masih is saying to us, raising a question. So here's a question for us. When you, want, when you truly love something, you make a sacrifice for it, don't you? You know, you want to attend a concert, you want to buy those shoes, you want certain iPod, whatever you want to love in life. You're willing to give every sacrifice, but are you making sacrifices for this movement? Are you living this spirit of Abdul Latif Shaheed? Do we make our five daily prayers or do we make a compromise? Do we shun intoxicants in our life or do we make a compromise? Do we always marry Ahmadi Muslims or do we make a compromise? Do we follow Khalifatul Masih? or we make a compromise? Do we make sacrifices or do we make compromises? Hazrat Masih Maud says, Chuhe mat bano, don't be rats. 
جو نیچے کی طرف جاتے ہیں ہو آلویز کریو دی ارتھ بلند پرواز کبوتر بنو جو آسمان کی فضا کو اپنے لیے پسند کرتا ہے حضور سیز بی دیٹ ہائی فلائنگ پھجن دیٹ ہائی فلائنگ برڈ دیٹ لوز دا ہائٹس آف دا اسکائز وی آر ہائی فلائنگ برڈز یور اینسیسٹرز ور ہائی فلائنگ برڈز عبد اللطیف شہید واز اے ہائی فلائنگ برڈ مینی آف اس یو نو ہو کم فرام ادر ورلڈ ادر سائڈ آف دا ورلڈ وی نو دا لیگیسی آف صاحب زاد عبد اللطیف بیکاز دس از ہاؤ پیپل ووڈ ریکگنائز احمدیز اے اسٹوڈنٹ ان دا کالج پیپل ووڈ سے نمازیں بہت پڑھتا ہے احمدی ہوگا یو آلویز ڈز از نماز مسٹ بی این احمدی They will look at our fathers and their co-workers will say, Sharaab nahi peeta, rishwat nahi leta, ahmadi hoga. He doesn't drink, he's not corrupt, must be an ahmadi. They will look at our mothers and they'll say, Parda baut achha karti hai, ahmadi hogi. This was our distinction, my dear brothers. Slogans are not going to do it. Naaron se kaam nahi chalega. This is, this is real, this is very, very difficult. If you are listening to the same sermons of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih that I'm listening, then it's difficult. Our f- fathers and mothers, they did not flaunt their religiosity. People could just tell. People could tell from a mile that this is an amity. When somebody sees a high-flying crane, they could tell this is a different bird. Don't compromise your legacy for anything. This is our true, real tabligh. Hazrat Masih Mahalai Salaam says, Hamari jamaat agar sab ke sab hujroh mein bhi baiht jaamein, tab bhi dajjal ko zawal a jayega. He says, all of you can go and lock yourself in closets. Even then, Allah will defeat dajjal. How does that happen? Through absolute obedience. What was Sahibzada Abdul Latif's legacy? obedience when his imam said that this is what is destined for him he didn't say i'm not going back to kabul he knew what was coming and now sometimes we say i'm not ready yet when khalifatul masih says something i just want to humbly submit to all of you my very respected dear brothers and sisters every time we say i'm not ready yet we weaken the wings of our children They will forget how to fly. Remember, those birds were bringing their young ones with them because this kind of flight was not an innate behavior for those birds. It was a learned behavior. These parents were teaching them. And this is what it's all about. Why do we follow Hazrat Khalifatul Masih? Because ultimately, that's a finger pointing to the moon. He's the one who helps us connect to Allah. If you want Allah, حضرت مسیم علیہ السلام سیز وہ جو دنیا پہ گدھوں کی طرح گرتے ہیں اس کا قرب حاصل نہیں کر سکتے اف یو کین فال آن دا پلیجرز آف دس ارتھ لائک ولچرز یو نا گنا بی ایبل ٹو فائنڈ اللہ وی فیل وی آر فری وی آر ٹولڈ وی آر نو کوشچن اباؤٹ دیٹ بٹ دس فریڈم از آلسو کیلکولیٹڈ وی آر برڈز آن اے لیش ٹرائی ٹیکنگ این انچ مور آف دیٹ فریڈم دیٹ امیرکا گیوز یو اینڈ یو فائنڈ آؤٹ You know exactly what I'm saying. There are things you can't say. There are things you can't do. There is a politically correct language and a barrier you never cross. We are birds on a leash. Try searching on Amazon, bird leashes. 
I'm not making it up, $5. They start selling them at $5, and they actually say, use it on young birds, because they adapt to them much quicker when you use it on youth. You use it on a mature bird, he resists the leash. When a man says, I can't come to Juma, bro, I'm very busy. My business is flourishing these days. That business is your leash. When a woman says, I can't wear my hijab at work, what will they say? It's a terrorist on an airline, so I take it off at aeroplane. That fear, my dear sister, is your leash. When a man says, I can't commit to wasiyat yet, there's so much to do. I have so much to sort out in my head, as if there is a hundred-year life left. That hesitation that we have is a leash. We're told these are impossible expectations. Who can do this in the world anymore? The life is too hard. Yes, it gets impossible. Those birds faced an impossible trial. It was not just the eagles up until 10,000 feet. What they realized that after the eagles, if you look at the map, from Siberia to Kichan, you can't get through without crossing the Himalayas. 20,000, 25,000, 29,000 feet is high Mount Everest. In Nepal, if you ask a Tibetan about Everest, they say, this is a mountain that no bird can fly over. That's the symbolism of Everest. It is impossible. The birds also faced an impossible choice. What did they do? Did they drag their feet or did they flap their wings? You know the answer. They, went, they got through the, to the eagles. Yes, the eagles snatched one or two of their babies, but they didn't stop there. A human being with all the gear that we have, one out of 10 people die trying to climb Everest. The best mountaineers, one out of 10, that's the toll. With all the oxygen cylinders, you spend just a few minutes on the summit. That's how harsh it is. If the birds just stop flapping their wings, they will freeze in minus 55 temperature. But what do they do? They keep flapping their wings. They keep rising up to the challenge until they cross Mount Everest. Small little birds, five pounds, and here you are with the spirit of Hazrat Abdul Latif in your DNA, but you just don't know it. Sometimes it's the fault of people like me, our parents. If I haven't shown you how to fly, you are not to be blamed. This is not an innate behavior. You have to go through a trial. We now have to accept the challenge. Yes, there is risk. Yes, there will be eagles. Yes, there will be Mount Everest. But what's the alternative? You stay on the earth, right? You know the ancestors of chickens used to fly. But then the chickens, their children stopped flying, and they got domesticated. And that is why today chickens cannot fly. And you know what happens to domesticated chickens. My dear brothers, flap your wings. My sisters, flap your wings. You are born for that. You are not born to crawl on this earth. You are not born to cave in. You're not born to be afraid. You are not born to compromise your faith. Hazrat Masih is full of optimism for you. Hazur says, he saw a kashaf, a vision. He says, I have seen this kashaf, this kashaf, 
کہ خدا تعالیٰ بہت سے ان کے قائم مقام پیدا فرما دے گا حضرت صاحبزادہ عبد اللطیف کے سو میں یقین رکھتا ہوں کہ کسی وقت میرے اس کشف کی تعبیر ظاہر ہو جائے گی سیز آئی سو ویژن اینڈ آئی انٹرپریٹیڈ دا ویژن دیٹ اللہ ول گرانٹ می اللاٹ آف سبورڈنیٹس پیپل ہو ول بی لیونگ دا اسپرٹ آف عبد اللطیف اینڈ آئی ہیو کمپلیٹ کنوکشن دیٹ اے ٹائم ول کم دیٹ اللہ ول مینیفیسٹ the interpretation of that dream. My dear brothers and sisters, that time is now. We say, Oh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we testify that yes, you were right. Your prophecy was right. This is the Messiah. He has actually brought faith down from the stars. Look at the jamaat he has created. And Oh, Masih Ahmad alayhi salatu wa salam, we testify that yes, your vision was right. Yes, thousands and hundreds of thousands around the world. There are blacks and there are whites and there are Asians and there are uh, Hispanics. There are men and there are women. They're old and they're young. They're refugees and they're naturalized citizens. But they all have the spirit of Abdul Latif in them. There is something more to the story. This is the day. This is the day of declaration. I told you it was a hot summer day in July. It was 14th of July when they were dragging Hazrat Sahib Zahda Abdul Latif into the streets of Kabul, when they were pelting him with stones, when they thought they had buried Islam in Ahmadiyyad. 14th of July, and here is 14th of July. They did not know these were cranes. You can't bury a flock of crane. They will fly. You can take down one. He was way more than that. His stature was bigger than Mount Everest. But yes, we have given, our cranes have also given lives, right and left. You can never control, you can never bury that flock. It was 14th of, day when he, 14th of July when he made that decision. And today those birds are flying in 209 countries. His decision, never to compromise on his faith. You put a gun next to my head, I'm not compromising on my faith. That's very American if you really think about it. The fear is in here, not in the Declaration of Independence. Don't blame America for this. This is not America's burden. It's ours. We just don't know what's in our DNA. So today, I would request you to cut off that leash. Unleash yourself. If you're a young person here, if you're youth, know that we love you and know that we trust you. Despite all the challenges, we trust you. But when you're online, when you're in colleges, when you're in your social events, when you happen to visit a club for a weekend, when you're with your friends, know that Allah is watching. Know that if you compromised your faith, Hazrat Sahib Zada Abdul Latif could have done that in the dungeon and gotten more glory than you and I can ever imagine in the worldly sense. Know that he did not compromise. And look the glory Allah gave him. Allah will make you rise in this world. Your, your conviction of faith is not going to keep you back. You will still get the Nobel Prize. You will still be the CEO. Don't have this fear that somehow you will not be successful in life. But know that Allah is watching you. Today is the day of that declaration, 14th of July. If something has happened in the past between you and Allah, but know that we trust you 
to fly over Mount Everest. We, when we are gone, it's you. You will continue. There will be a Khilafat. You will have to follow that Khilafat, and there will be a Mount Everest. You want it easy? Crawl on Earth. Mothers, I know this is not all of the faith, but there are certain things that are our distinction. Don't compromise on your hijab. Please, don't think that you are not ready. You are ready. Unleash that fear. Your children are watching you. Your children are flying with you. They'll forget how to fly. They'll become domesticated chickens. Please help them. It's difficult. That is why it's admirable. You have no idea the admiration we men have when you go out with that public declaration. Gosh, I wish there was anything more that was more inspiring than that in today's America. It's difficult. But please, keep flying. And fathers, Hazrat Muslim anhu said, because we, men are different, you know. Men are, we, we need numbers, we need measures, we just tell me a goal and I'll score. Hazrat Muslim Aud said that if you want to find out, if you want a litmus test, whether you are giving precedence to your faith over worldly affairs, then do wasiyat. I'm not saying this. Hazrat Muslim Aud said this. 14 years ago, there's a reason Hazrat Khalifat al-Masih reminded us of that. This is the date of decision, 14th of July. This is where it happens. Allah has given your children such wings that some of them are waqfeen and all. How do you feel? Your children are flying over Mount Everest. They want you to join them. It's a family affair. Please. Sahib Zada Abdul Latif gave away 100%. We, nothing will happen, nothing bad will happen if we gave away our 10%. This is the day to rise and to fly. May Allah grant all of you the spiritual wings and the strength to climb Mount Everest in your life. May Allah grant you to live the legacy of Hazrat Sahib Zada Abdul Latif and for generations to come. Wa akhirud da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.